Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry, we're excited about football. <laughs> Cowboys demolished the Giants 40-0. Cowboys defense and special teams had two interceptions, a fumble recovery, two touchdowns, seven sacks, and basically had Daniel Jones running around crazy. Here's Micah Parsons. I think it just all started with the offseason in camp. Everyone came in with a, a preparation, a mindset that we was going to dominate. Um, we know that these games depend on us, and I think uh, we really vowed it, keyed in, um, honed in this week. And we did. We prepared to the max, and we was ready for our opponent. We just got to keep that going. I think we're making a statement, which I've been trying to make. We're the best defense in the National Football League. Okay. Are the Cowboys really that good? Yes. Or is the Giants' poorest offensive line that bad? Probably. But let's start on the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they're really that good. And last year, you guys know I bristled when people were like, ah, it's Lawrence Taylor. Micah Parsons, Don't Lawrence start Taylor. This again. No, I didn't start it. I ended it last I year. I heard it this I morning. Said, I said that there are levels to this, like you got to get to the Von Miller level, then the Derek Thomas level, then we can talk about the Lawrence Taylor level. Nobody's Lawrence Taylor. What I will tell you is what happened last night is how the Giants won a lot of games. You single team, you single block the guy, you're cooked. You double team block the guy, you're also cooked because Harry Carson or someone else is coming. And the Cowboys got, they, or the Giants double team Parsons 14 times last night. This is courtesy Dusty. Thank you, Dusty. They got five sacks on those 14 double teams, 10 pressures. So you're damned if you, damned if you don't. The secondary, which was already strong, got much stronger with Stephon Gilmore's addition. You have guys out there hunting turnovers, which can sometimes be dangerous, but also can pay dividends if it almost becomes a snowball rolling downhill like it did with the Bears, the Rex Grossman Super Bowl year. We saw it with the Seahawks, where guys are trying to punch balls out and doing things like that. And... If, you're, if the weakest part of your team is a quarterback who has almost thrown for 5,000 yards, who prior to last year was top five in his career amongst other quarterbacks in interception rate in a positive way, top five lowest, then you're a great team. And this Cowboys team, it's the why I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, Brew. It's why I believe in them, and it's why I think they're the best team in the NFC. Coach, for you, I think I, Josh and I were grinding the All-22. Always. Yeah, but we still couldn't figure out how this Giants offensive line just let free runs happening over and over. So I'm like, you know what we should do? Call Coach. And Josh is like, no, Wilds, you'll figure it out. I'm like, no. So, Coach, what did you see last night? I'm glad you did. And and I I don't think I'm going to be as effusive with my praise as as Nick is. And Nick's a little bit over the top. The the Giants weren't 40 to nothing bad. They're not a 40 to nothing bad team, okay? This game got out of hand. 
They had the block field goal, and then they had the, the, the pick. So they couldn't play the way they wanted to play, which, which then led the Cowboys to be able to tee off in ways that, that you, you can't match up, and, and it's the worst-case scenario. So it went from bad to worse, and it snowballed, and the football gods were not obviously on the Giants' side. But the, but the, but the Cowboys... That's, that's the analysis we saw. But, but, but the Cowboys are... Look, they're very good defensively. I want to show you a couple plays just to show you some, some things here from a, from a matchup perspective. So the Giants, this is a third and ten. They're going to be in seven-man protection. they got the five offensive linemen. You've got the tight end in the back. So they're anticipating pressure. Dallas is only going to rush four guys. Now what they do is they put Parsons inside, all right, and now as they slide the protection, you've got a guard and a tackle on Parsons. That's like 700 pounds. He's straight upright. Then the tackle is going to come off and help the tight end, which he should because Parsons is upright. But this is what he does really well. Watch, he goes from being completely vertical mm. to dropping his hips and being able to cross the guard's face and, and, and secure the sack. See that this example right here, this is on the pick. This is six-man protection, but it's first and ten. They've got Parsons in again. The rookie center is going to slide to him because of his, his leverage on the right-hand side. As he slides, he tries to place his arms out. The rookie center is a problem. Okay, now he's going to be able to cross his face, and you can see again the athleticism when he crosses his face because the center doesn't have great technique on that play. He closes so quickly. This is obviously a terrible decision by Daniel yeah. Jones. So it's not like the Giants didn't realize where he was or that he could ruin the game or any of those things, but there were times where they, they followed the rules and they were able to come off, and, and, and they are supposed to do that, but also the situation led to them just being, the Cowboys, just being able to tee off because the game was so far out of hand so early. I think the Giants, it's going to be a long season. I picked them to finish last in this division. I think there's serious questions, Coach, is that how good of a passer of is Daniel Jones? He looked good running the ball initially. That's how they made that long drive to start the game. But throwing the ball is a huge question mark. For Dallas, Nick, I mean, they, they are a great defense, no doubt. They are a contender in the NFC. And I, I think Stephon Gilmore might be helping Trayvon Diggs, not only just because he's out there, but Diggs made some plays yesterday that, you know, he wasn't – you didn't talk about him for his tackling. You well, know, he, right. he, he had a tackle that forced the fumble, and then he had the hit on Saquon Barkley that led to the interception. So he looks like he may be even better. But the question – I'm not saying it's a huge question, but if I can show Coach a not-so-bright spot from yesterday – it would be that Dak didn't throw the ball well. Now, I know they didn't need him. I know it was raining. Mm-hmm. 13 for 24, 143, I think, uh, in, in against with no pressure coming his way. And he had some bad throws. I think we got a few of them on here. Like, these are just you, – you, you can do that against the Giants and Daniel Jones. Can you do that against San Francisco? That should be a touchdown. Can you do that against Philadelphia? And this one, this throw is just horrendous. And so he's doing that without any pressure. And I just, that's my question. Is that more yards or less yards than Russell Wilson had? Oh! Less! It's less, though. Nick was killing Russell Wilson. All right, there you go. All right, well, okay, well, one guy, one guy. I mean, that did not look good yesterday. Hold on a second. One guy they needed every possible yard to try to (laughs) scrape together 16 points and lose. The other guy, before he touched the football, they were up 16-0 or something close to it. But he didn't throw well. You know that. I know he didn't throw well. What I would say about those. Those three particular plays, because I saw them earlier and now I've seen them again, I do wonder how much of that was 
almost the after effects of throwing all those picks last year. Because if you look at all of them, he's throwing them in a place where it's either either incomplete or only my guy can get it. So with a two go high when you can't pick that off. And the other one, he threw low because there were guys behind him. That could be a problem. That could be a problem. But also because the game was so well in hand the whole time, I think if you're going to err on one side, erring on the side of caution, I think you'd be more relaxed in that situation. Right. You should be throwing it. The ball would just be coming away smoothly. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time to put on your Patagonia jacket (laughs) because we're getting ready to scale my hometown. Quick note on the methodology. <laughs> the bad boy is slippery. Have a rough outing, you fall. Have a great day, you climb. It's not necessarily a ranking, and it's not just a snapshot, independent of past accomplishments either. It's an amalgam packed as dense as the winter snowpack. So get your mittens, kittens. It's time to scale Mahomes Mountain. It is. Miles, that might be your best work yet. I'm glad. Man, it is windy up here at Mahomes Mountain. Remember the rules. There are only 28 spots on the mountain. There are 32 teams. So there are four quarterbacks not on the mountain. We had a preseason mountain. We can now show you who's not on the mountain. And unfortunately, Josh Dobbs hasn't started climbing yet. Kenny Pickett, Daniel Jones, and Ryan Tannehill. Fell off the mountain. Joe. They fell. They were on oh the mountain. Goodness. They are no longer on the mountain. That's what happens when the three of you combine for seven interceptions, one touchdown, <laughs> and lose your games while you combine 86 to 22. And you already had very shoddy footing on that mountain. Tier seven. Uh, red means you've moved down the mountain. Green means you've wow. moved up. Though the blue means you've stayed in the same spot. Deshaun and Justin Fields, real. At, if we're being honest. Looked really, really shaky throwing the football. Meanwhile, I thought all three rookies played a little better than I expected, particularly Anthony Richardson. I didn't think any of them played great, but I thought they were better than you expected given the competition or in their first appearance. Tier 6, Geno's got to drop. I mean, listen, it makes me sad, but Geno, obviously, in a game where you're the favorite at home to lose the way they did, that's rough. Mac, Jordan Love, Baker, and Ross Hall. Move up one spot on the mountain. All either get actual victories or, in Russ and McCorkle's case, moral victories. It was close. Derek Carr stays just where he is. He had good numbers. He also got very fortunate. Your guy, Vrabel, kind of got screwed, coached by a very odd non-overturn on what was a red zone fumble six the other direction. Carr stays where he is. Tier five, Lamar was shaky and concerning. And Justin Herbert, guys, I love the talent. And at some point, though, him not throwing the ball down the field has to be his decision. We got in a new offensive coordinator. We did all these things. And still, it's just dink and dunks with the guy with a rocket arm. He's got to do more. Kirk, it was that perfect Kirk game. Some of the numbers, 300 yards, touchdowns, looks great. And then it's like, oh, that terrible red zone pick, the fumbles, he stays where he is. Brock Purdy and Jimmy G, the mountain is fair. The Uh mountain can be cool, but the mountain is fair. Brock Purdy and Jimmy G earned a spot up the mountain. Tier four. Good facts. Stafford and Goff, surprised and impressed. They go up a bit. Josh Allen, 
He is, I'll be honest with you, we, we glanced over the mountain before the segment. He is barely holding on to his spot. He might drop even further. And Aaron Rodgers, we're leaving as he, where he was before out of respect. Tier three, Hertz and Dak, not incredibly impressive, but that both their teams were up 16-0 with defensive touchdowns immediately. So it felt like they just needed to not crash the car. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow did crash the car. Out of respect to him, he has not fallen further down the mountain. And then tier two. Shout out to Tua Tungavailoa. Shout out to the Prince. Both were exceptional. The two best quarterback performances, in my opinion, of week one were by those two gentlemen. And then, of course, at the top of the mountain is Patrick Mahomes. Um, Caleb, once again, did you see him this week? Two incompletions. Oh, just good. a half. He was great. He uh, great. <laughs> and I dare someone to question Mahomes' place at the top of Mahomes' mountain. And real quick before you go, Coach, Miles, remember how earlier I said I have three types of opinions, yeah. the second of which are eventually unquestionably correct? Remember a few months ago when I said there is no argument against Trevor Lawrence being top five quarterback? You guys laughed at me, got mad. Uh, anyone want to make the argument against that today? Because I asked, I asked Hubs who your guys, who your guys' issues were on the mountain, and nobody said Trevor. It's very interesting. I think the Trevor Lawrence uh, mountaintop spot you, is you secure. Beat, you beat the Colts barely. Oh well, anyone? I'd ten, love to ten hear who they are. Barely. I'd love to hear who they are, Coach. Are you, let me hear your. I, look, on the mountain. I, the mountain, is, it's, it's a nice segment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the bias, the bias is so incredible. The, the, the prince the prince is going to stay there no matter what because that's... Didn't he you, play great? You anointed him for I'm so sorry. long ago. And, you and you throw Daniel Jones off the mountain. And, and there was, there was not on, coach. there was not a lot of good things <laughs> from that game. But let's, let's just look at it realistically. Okay. They're, they're behind. The Cowboys were able to tee off. Yeah. He's hit 12 times. He's sacked seven times. Those, those aren't all his fault by any stretch of the imagination. They're way behind. And look, look at the comparison between him and your boy Dak. Yeah. Dak had 143 yards passing. He had 104. Okay. Okay, so I there's mean, only coach. 39 more yards passing <laughs> with everything coach, going I, I, right. I, with every possible coach, thing going run right. This, pass me. this coach. is not. This coach. Is, this is, <laughs> coach. He threw two picks and fumbled that, twice. But but your bias against Daniel Jones is so over I mean, coach, the top. They lost Michael Parsons I wanted him out of the should, game for should, his own safety. I guess I guess he should be on the field goal team. I guess he should be on defense. I, like well, at I some know. point, someone's got to block for him. I'll tell you that much. Hey, coach. The, the difference of 39 yards gets you up no, 18 not different levels. No, 39 yards. And, and, and 39 okay. yards less gets you thrown okay. off. Coach, Say coach wins. it's not just 39 yards. I remind the audience. It's 39 One of my yards. favorites, it is 39 yards, but that is not what hurt him. If all you do is spike the football, your passer rating for that game is 39.2. Daniel Jones' passer rating for that game was 32.4. Literally would have been better there, spiking there, the there ball. There was not a lot of good happening. Yeah. But the, but when you Mostly look when he had the ball. But if you look comparatively at the other guy who's up on what the second to well, second Well, one guy started yard, way higher. We're talking you, about 39 yards more. He's yeah. everything goes right and he's missing wide open throws, but somehow he well, stays on top. You know what? I'm glad Greg Jennings wasn't here this week to defend himself. I'm glad coach did it for him. Greg, I'm looking out for you, Greg. Great job. Peru, go ahead. I would have an argument against Trevor, but I'm not sure of the rules. I'm not sure how we d- we're deciding. Name me five quarterbacks better. It's inherent bias. Name and then me five else. quarterbacks. If you name me five well, quarterbacks you think are better, I'll give you right hundred dollars. I'm just, just saying I don't know the rules, but I'm gonna I'm gonna well, focus on your boy Gino. Gino should have kept dropping. I would switch Geno Smith and Deshaun Watson. All right, coach brought up the yards. 
Deshaun, he didn't look great throwing the football, but he did throw for more yards than your boy Dak. At least he threw 450 more. And here's the thing. Deshaun ran the ball well, threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, ran for 45 yards. And also, I saw his swagger back. Now, we'll see what that means. But I thought the way he handled himself on the field, he was celebrating when he scored. I like that. I think he's kind of coming out of a shell again, and I think he's he could play well. And Gino, Nick, I told you guys, I told you don't get on the bandwagon, all right? He's turned back into a pumpkin, okay? Now, look at these numbers from his last seven games. First 12, oh, 75, 108 passer rating, 22-6 TD interceptions. Look at the last seven. They're two and five. He's got an 86 passer rating. The yards per pass isn't great. Turnover TD to interceptions, struggling. You know what that graph says? Graphic says to me, it says early on, we had forgotten about Geno Smith. Yeah, true. We didn't have any tape on him, any film. We didn't know what he likes to do. Once we got some tape, we started looking at what he does, taking away what he does well, making him be uncomfortable, and they're two and five. All right, Brew, I have a question for you. Because I didn't know this is who you were going to talk about, so I'm prepared. What do you think Deshaun Watson's last seven games graphic would look like? You think it'd be probably good? not good? Not but good. last year, the- last year he was rusty after a year. And, and this a half year off. he was terrible. And he well, he they, was 16 of 29. They beat a legit Super Bowl contender. Okay, I'm happy for the yes. The, 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 did he play? I'm saying. Did he play better than Joe Burrow? Oh. Yes, yes and much better than, than Joe, Joe Burrow. This is not Joe no, and, and it's uh, not wild. today's NFL. Joe not guys, just guys, the guys hold it's on a run. second. Why, he why? ran it well. well. Okay, first of all, on Deshaun. He threw for 154 yards, had a 67 rating, and skipped four four passes in the dirt like a second base. Oh, that's first of all. I didn't put him on Se- tier three. I'm Se- just saying he's better than G. Second of all, Wild. Yeah. I know Mahomes Mountain is relatively hey. new. Yes. But what is this just the weekly, uh, hey, here are the best performances of week no, one. That's not what it it is. Where can you like find it? Where it seems like it's it. just willy nilly. No, it, if you want that, go to pick up a USA, USA Today. Today. They have it. <laughs> it's right the there. It's yeah. next to the, the crossroad in the Mahomes Mountain. Yes, you have to kind of feel Mahomes Mountain. You're like, oh, this feels okay. It's a little bit of the performance. Bro, it's you, a little bit of you mostly, vestigial you were where you belong. On to something when you said it's like the college football AP Top 25. Where you were going into the week has an impact on where you are given your performance. It is it is that type of methodology plus the proprietary Mahomes Mountain algorithm. If Georgia loses, they don't fall the, off the, the mountain and they just move right. down. Yeah, I mean, like, what are, shot, so I Alabama right now should be out of the top 25 because they had a bad No. Week. Exactly. Give me a break. Go yeah. ahead. When I got Mac Jones. He moved up. I, I want him to move up a little bit higher. Where? Just move him up a little bit. First of all, he's a pro bowler, so he shouldn't be on the bottom rung. Well, he's not on the bottom rung anymore. He's on the sixth. He had the fourth most yards, 316 yards. He threw three touchdowns. Only people that did that were Tua and Jordan Love, who was also down there. And then who was it against? A bunch of tomato cans? No, it's against this Eagles defense. Most passing yards versus the Eagles in the last three years. Herbert with his rocket arm. Dak, who you all of a sudden love so much. Derek Carr and Mac Jones. I want him to move up okay. a little bit. Can I just want a the fair shake. Hold on. Can we show the mountain again? First of all, move up a I would like to know who you would replace him with. Who would you move down to move him up? Tell me. 
You don't have it. That's fine. So the next question I, is Lamar's this. Lamar's got an MVP. Don't get me wrong. Wait, 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 Lamar's, oh, you're going to move, Matt. He's ahead of Lamar? And Dude, Kirk Cousins I, right there for I you. barely understand the mountain. I'm just saying Lamar <laughs> himself. You were an expert on the mountain two minutes right, ago. Second it's of, tricky. It's like art, man. You see it one time. Be a little bit higher than that. S- I agree. S- higher? All right, so you guys move Kirk Cousins down. That's fine. That's yeah. the only Kirk one you could argue. I know you're not moving your beloved Jimmy G or Brock Purdy down. This, but here's the second question I have. Max Yeah. I am not, and the mountain is not, a quarterback wins guy. No. But that side of the table, what we call the Neanderthal <laughs> side of the table, they're like quarterback wins. Yeah. Did Mac win this week? Moral victory. Okay. All that right. That counts as a win. Okay. And Dak's only up there because he won. What? Co- coach, just spell Dak it out. is up there because that's where he was, and he did not deserve hey, to move down. They're going to win a too. lot of games with 143 yards. Okay. Back. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That, that, should, that should get you guys you is unbelievable. And, and I like for Daniel Jones. The confusion of it makes it great. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Well, it's Wednesday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the best segment in sports television. At least it used to be. (laughs) Last night, a committee of impartial experts gorged themselves on Kansas City Barbecue while watching the Royals game and fast-forwarding the Mariota, Mariota and Kirk Cousins scenes of quarterback. <laughs> Honestly, someone told me that when it was time to burn the midnight oil, a prominent physicist said, I gotta run. Tomorrow I'm chaperoning my son's field trip to the Kansas City Kaleidoscope. <laughs> it's an honor. It's a contractual obligation. Here's time for next year's. All right, so I don't know who on the committee is leaking things to Kevin Wilds. But he's not wrong in this regard. Last night's committee meeting did go far, I don't even see the bags under my eyes, far <laughs> deeper into the night than it typically does. And for just the second time in the four-year history of the committee, we had a resignation. Oh, uh, that's who I, I knew there was some. <laughs> we have a wow. spot Good open on the people. committee. The word, you know, the word soft coup was thrown around. Soft coup. But uh, we were we're okay. We will explain as we reveal the tiers. Again, all 32 teams somewhere on there, not your, you know, granddaddy's power rankings. Bottom row, Octobox. Let's be honest. The only way you're seeing these teams, unless you're a diehard fan of one of them, it's just like, oh, Scott Hanson, is that right by his head? Oh, there's the Cardinals. Next tier, must win week two. Love it. Coach, you love this. These four teams, Chicago at Tampa, Indy at Houston, Washington at Denver hosting Washington, pardon me, and the Giants at the Cardinals. Any of those four teams lose those four games? Season over. (laughs) Next group. It's true. It's just, I mean, whatever. I mean, okay. Come on. I mean, whatever. I mean, mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. That's wild Super Bowl. If you took all of these teams' offenses together and put them on one team, You'd have like five interesting players. Oh my I mean, gosh. Whatever. It's fine. Vrabel coach as well. I know. It's Justin, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. 
Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin, Derek Henry. That's fun. But whatever. Next. Week one mirage? Question mark. I want to believe in Tampa. A lot of people want to believe in the Saints. Our fearless producer, Hubs, has 16 tattoos that says he wants to believe in the Raiders. <laughs> and the Rams just won a Super Bowl. But can this is why these are not your great-grandfather's standings, tell you that much. Yeah, they're 1-0, but it might be a mirage. Once again, the Jets are by themselves. Why? Now, you have to be the 85 Bears. <laughs> you wanted to be before. Now, you literally have to be. You want to make the playoffs? You want to go on a run? All you need to do is recreate an 85 Bears defense that I looked up this morning allowed 10 total points in the playoffs and 430 total yards in the playoffs. 10 whole points? 10 wow. points by your Patriots. Let's go. Um, wow. So that's all you got to do. Just go beat game. the 85 Bears. And by the way, if Brees Hall can turn into Walter Payton, that would be helpful as yeah. well. Undefeated with questions. Come on. Huh. For the Lions, a legitimate question, what? does that offense travel? It didn't last year. It didn't in week one. For the Ravens, legitimate question. Um, I thought they signed Odell. That's my guy. I thought they signed him. I know they're paying him. I'm not sure. And is Lamar's passing game going to work? And they were the most injury-riddled team in week one. For the Falcons, Desmond Ritter is just the yikes emoji, handing the ball to B. John Robinson. <laughs> Green Bay, I picked them. I like them. We need to see if that was more about them or about their competition. And the Browns, I, Deshaun Watson is skipping passes like a shortstop. We got to see. We they're undefeated. We have questions. Extended preseason, and this is where one committee member who won't be named Franklin <laughs> did not recognize that we are going to give after week one some institutional benefit of the doubt to teams either with great coaches, great quarterbacks, or a great recent history. Talking about dropping the Bengals to the third to last year. Talking about dropping the Steelers to the very bottom. I won't even tell you what he said about the Seahawks. So, yes, these teams all looked bad in week one, except for the Chargers, who looked good until, of course, it mattered. But it's week one. We're going to give them a bit of the doubt. Next, amazing animals and teams. The world's greatest aquatic, <laughs> aeronautical, and land animal, and three of the best teams in football, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Jaguars. It's true. I don't know how it turned out, but it's true. Think about it. Um, the Dolphins have the most exciting player in the sport. Mm -hmm. The Eagles, even though they didn't look great, again, we're going to give them some benefit of the doubt, and they were up 16-0. And the Jaguars won in a place they never win because Trevor Lawrence was phenomenal. And Calvin Ridley, oh, boy. He looks good. Oh, he looks good. Bro. S. Bob times two. Come on. Oh, yeah. Cowboys and Niners. Niners have been banging on the door. The Cowboys, Brew, says have been Super Bowl or bust for years. Looks like the best team yet. And now the top of the tiers, who were being called the 90s Bulls, but let's keep it football and just make it simple. The 93 Cowboys. What happened in 1993? The Dallas Cowboys were trying to defend a title. One of their three best players held out. They lost that game when he held out. He then signed a contract, and Coach, how did that season end? With them hoisting their second straight Lombardi trophy. There is this week's tiers. Applications to be on the committee with your curriculum vitiae attached. <laughs> sent to Kevin Wilde's yes. house, please. Coach, go ahead. 
I look. This is great. <laughs> this is great. This is I, I look at this, and, and, and I know you give the benefit of the doubt to the Steelers because they have a great coach, but I don't yeah. know why you're not giving the benefit of the doubt to the Patriots. I Thank thought you. they had a great coach mm. as well, mm. and you have them in the spot that they have that you have them in. Wow. And why, why wouldn't they at least be in the tier of uncertainty or the undefeated with questions? They could easily, they're not undefeated. They, they could easily, but the with questions part, oh. every one of those teams has, has significant questions. And when you look at what New England did last week, now they lost to the, to the, to the best Eagles. team in the NFC, and, and the Steelers Dude. lost to the second best team and got blown out in, the NFC by, in yeah. that game. But you don't want to move the Patriots up. So many encouraging things out of New England. Look at that. Mac Jones is encouraging. The offensive line situation was encouraging because of how, how much uncertainty there was with that. The running game is going to be significantly better, and their defense is going to put them into every single game, just like the Jets' defense is going Thank to put you. them into every single game. They've got to at least be in the with questions group of teams because they have significant questions with every one okay. of those teams. Okay, I listen, you make a good point about the Mike Tomlin versus Bill Belichick part of it. I, I think that is a fair point. The distinction that I would draw is I think the Steelers' offense, as terrible as it looked in week one, has the personnel to be more dangerous than the Patriots' offense. The Patriots' big offseason, there's a reason. Hold on. They were throwing the ball to a rookie wide receiver in part because their big free agent acquisition, Juju, was not able to be on the field. Well, Devontae at the time. Parker didn't play, but you've yeah, got, he, you've got, you've got Hunter hurt. Henry, you've got Mike Gusecki, so you've got the two tight end set. They've got a rookie wide receiver that looks like he's going to fit nicely in that slot okay. role. They've got a running back that's really good in Ramondre Stevenson. You know, Dak or uh, Zeke can hopefully okay. give him some, take some reps off. Ramondre him. was a little worrisome in this game, but that's, listen, Look, was, I, I think Ramondre's a really good player. And then you add the, the defensive element to it and the coaching element to it, and they're going to be in a lot of Excellent. games. I, I will just lastly give the Patriots credit in this regard. Jalen Carter was a monster that entire game, and he did maybe wreck the running game to a degree. You make some decent points, but you were so down on the tiers as a whole, I can't give you any credit. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the Ravens' disrespect on this Bro. show is unbelievable. Bro. You got a unanimous MVP at quarterback. You talked about coach mentioned good coaches. John Harbaugh? Anybody? John Harbaugh, anyone? Uh, I mean, uh, the defense, I get it. They were playing C.J. Stroud, the Texans. Do but, you get that part? It's his first game it's, ever. Coach can tell us there are no easy games in the NFL. Well, if there was, a could you describe one? Ask Jacksonville. <laughs> no, what I do you mean? Indianapolis should have been an easy game. They, and they All won right. by double digits. They. It wasn't as easy what? as Baltimore made it look. All right, and the Steelers, you should switch Baltimore and the Steelers. And, and even beyond that. The, the the Seahawks, look, Geno Smith is who we thought he was, and you're letting him off the hook. All right? <laughs> you are. Why are you you're letting him Gino. off the hook. He hates Geno. No, I don't like, hate Geno. No, you do. I just got you how many years of experience what? of him being a, 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 a not good, a very good quarterback. Well, he hasn't been playing yeah, for many years. one good year. Yeah, and he only had one bad year, and then a bunch of years not playing. And they got well, hammered. I don't want to talk about the Seahawks They got anymore. hammered by a team I, that's not even on the I don't want to talk about the Seahawks anymore. I want to talk about the Ravens. Ravens the Ravens are more interesting. First of all, their left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, hurt again. Their center is injured. J.K. Dobbins, you feel sick for him. He popped his Achilles. Mm. Two members of the secondary are injured, and Mark Andrews didn't even play week one. That's first of all, all the injuries piling up. Second of all, Brew, you picked the Steelers to go to oh, yeah. or win this. Hold on. No, I'm to go to or to win this. The playoff. This year? I'm sorry, the Ravens. Ravens. Pardon Ravens. me, I misspoke. To get to the Super Bowl. To get to the Super Bowl. Right. 
because you believed Lamar, this new passing game would work. Early returns. Do you think it's working? One week. Well, One week. It's okay. going to take some growing okay. pains. And, I'm and concerned about When it. he's healthy, how many? what percentage of their games do they win? Uh, 71 Jimmy percent. No, 74 percent. 74 It's probably 75 after okay. Sunday. Go ahead, Wilds. I'll just be honest with you. I'm going to give you three facts. Two of them are rock solid. One of them, all the facts. a little bit of dirty pool. It's still a fact, Okay. but it's dirty. Okay. <laughs> Lions need to move up. They yes. just do. Where? Great. They do. Underneath, next to the Dolphins. Okay. A good win. Why Here's why. First of all, they're a pretty good animal. Teams to beat Mahomes oh, yeah, right. at Arrowhead. Last three years, including the playoffs. Josh Allen, we respect Josh Allen. Joe Burrow, we respect Joe Burrow. All we do is talk about Justin Herbert. He's never won a playoff game. There's golf. It's a it's mm. great company. Want to see some other great company? Fact. fact, that's a good one. That one's not dirty. Nice. The next one. Threw for 253 yards with a touchdown. No interceptions. Here's the current another good one. interception Ooh. record. Rogers at 402, Brady's at 399. Golf's at 359. Heck of a list. He's not making wow. mistakes. And I know it's like, well, Mahomes had an interception. It's unlucky. Interceptions are a team sport. You got to throw it. I got to catch it. So it's not only a sure. golf stat, it's also a receiver sure. stat. Wow. And finally, the last 11 games, the Lions are 9 and 2. What's the Chiefs record in the last 11 games? What is I'll it? I'll give you a hint. 9 and 2. 9 and 2. Oh. Except the Lions beat the Chiefs. So tie goes to the Lions. So do I think the Lions deserve to climb up the tiers if the teams had the same exact record, they played head-to-head in your home field, and the Lions won? Yeah. I think they deserve to be higher up and more respected. Well, listen, you well should be on the Wilds. committee. Wilds, yes, absolutely. if you would well like done. to see the Lions ahead of the Chiefs, you know what to do. Apply to be on the committee? No. <laughs> Walk down to your local Motel 6, yeah. grab, go to the breakfast room, and grab a copy of the USA Today that's going to have the power rankings right there. And what you're going to see is the 16 teams that won and then the 16 teams that lost and the margin of victory. I know it's You can do that. Or ask chat GPT if you'd like that I as well. I, don't, I think that's like uh, threads. No one uses that Okay, anymore. no problem. That's chat fine. GPT a thing? Stop it, threads. No, stop it. No one likes threads. No one likes threads. Out of threads. I'm on threads all the time. No, you're not. Nobody. I'm trying to pay for chat GPT. Harper gets one in the air. Looks back. It goes. Harper. The swing of his life. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Well, welcome back to the show. It's week two. And if you don't think it's must win, well, you're wrong. The last four years, the 2022 Bengals were the only team that started 0-2 and made the playoffs. So, yes, coach, there's such (laughs) thing as must win week two. And we're going to start with Commanders versus Broncos. 
Peyton basically promised the playoffs, but they lost to the Raiders. Russ threw for under 200 yards, and now they host the Frisky Commanders. So, Nick, must win? Yes, these yes, Wilds okay. must win. The teams are talking about it's a must win for Got the Broncos. It. Got it. They have to win. What is different about these Broncos if they lose this game? The answer is nothing. By the way, next week they're at Miami. They have five games remaining this year. Or games remaining this year against Buffalo, Detroit, Green Bay, New England, and five divisional games. And every team in the division owns them. They haven't beaten the Raiders in in like four years. They haven't beaten the Chiefs since Obama was president. Like so, yeah. If you start the year off losing to the Raiders and then you lose to the Commanders, season's over. Flatly, season's over. They, they, they can't come back from it. Uh, look, you want to win. It's a must win. You, you, you need to win, but a must, must win. Must no, win. Look, the O2 stat, and I get it, Wilds, but they're playing 17 games now. All right, so that does give you a little more leeway. And look at how many of the, we think, playoff teams in the AFC lost. Obviously, the Jets are not what we thought they were going to be without Aaron Rodgers. So, this would be a bad loss because momentum, it would be against uh, Sean Payton. But I would not say must win. Just real quick before you go, Coach Wilds, I don't think everyone totally understands the conceit of this segment. If you are on must-win weekend and you lose, (laughs) you're done. Yeah, and by no, the way, it's I'm not. Disagreeing. It is, but, but, but with with just the obvious fact, they if they lose, they're done. And by the way, it's not all 0-1 teams. There are certain teams. The Vikings, for instance, not all must win weekend because they're playing the Eagles this week. But if you were 0-1 with a bad loss, and then you have a bad week two loss, you're cooked. Yeah. With Denver, I don't really see the the, the long term success here this season. Oh yeah. I don't I don't see this as, as going deep in the playoffs or even you know, arguably making the playoffs. What they need to do is they need to see some progress out of Russell Wilson. They need to see some progress out of the offense. To me, this is a team that hasn't improved that much in the in the offseason. So if they can just show some improvement in the most important guy, that would be a win for them. Okay, official verdict. Coach seems must to be with win. me. Official verdict. That was 2-1. Wilds is I, the I one adjudicating. Oh, you, you uh, Giants versus Cardinals, not an exaggeration. The Giants had one of the worst losses in NFL <laughs> history, 40 nothing. Next up, in Arizona, who kept it sneaky close with the Frissy Commanders. Yeah. Must win? Yes! <laughs> yes! The Giants, it's a must win. They play San Francisco in San Francisco on Thursday. That's brutal, by the way, for the Giants. They'd be on Thursday against the San Francisco 49ers. Then they have Seattle at Miami and at Buffalo. If they don't win this week, they could be 0 6. They, I believe they're going to win this week, and I believe that Dable's going to have them ready. But if you start the year, Brew, by getting 40 to nothing, and then you lose to Josh Dobbs and, and get Jonathan Gannon in week two, season's over. All the good vibes and good feelings from last year. You mentioned they ended last year on a tough note already despite the playoff win. I like Dable. I think they're going to win. They're going to be a very popular survivor pick. If they lose, season over. You got this one right. Thank you. Okay, because Arizona, we think, is the worst team in the league. We think they're playing for Caleb Williams. That's right. And they beat you? Now, they look pretty surprisingly. They almost won last week. But, yeah, you can't lose this if you're the Giants. Obviously, they're in maybe the toughest division, definitely the toughest division, I'd say, in the NFC. So, yeah, they can't afford to lose this game. Yeah, I've never been a big must-win guy, but I'll put this one as a (laughs) must-win. And and for all the reasons ever said, it, Josh Dobbs has been there a month. He started three games. He's never won a game. You just got blown out 40 to nothing. 
your your schedule is brutal this is the window this is the opportunity to get so many things back on track and ideally gain some momentum going into a really tough game the following Thursday. Okay, next up, Justin Fields and the Bears. MVP candidate in some corners. Yeah. Uh, even though he's won five games and 26 starts. <laughs> Bears head into Tampa Bay to face that guy, Baker, who stole your signs of Vikings. Nice try. Be a little bit slicker there. So, Nick, everybody wants to know, must win? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We gotta find a way to yeah. there's gotta yeah. be a Chicago, better way to get into if this. If Chicago loses, <laughs> their season is over. They the the Packers have owned them for thirty years. They finally thought they were gonna be out from under the yoke of the Packers, because it wasn't Favre, it wasn't Rodgers, mm-hmm. and Jordan Love hangs thirty-eight on them. The you now are playing a Tampa team that while some smart analysts believe had a chance, other people thought they were going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Also, where was Justin Fields in week one? There were two quarterback-driven designed runs. Mm-hmm. There were two downfield passes. I know talk radio in Chicago this week is a, at the throat of Luke Getzey already. Shout out to the afternoons on the score. I was streaming them and listening to them already being done with their offensive coordinator because did you take the Justin Fields out of Justin Fields? Or was it the Packers motivated, no Rodgers, a little I'll prove something to you, and the Bears get back on track this weekend. But if they lose this weekend, Brew, to Tampa and fall to 0-2, anybody that thought, hey, the Bears could be a wild card team, they're cooked, they're done, and and the defense, which you spent all that money on, generated one sack. So yeah, no, it's a must win. Not a must Bears. win. Not a no. must win. You want to win, of course, uh, but not a must even win. Even if it's the terrible, the division, Baker Mayfield. The division is shaky. I, I got Detroit, but look, you got Dallas, San Francisco, Detroit, uh, Philadelphia, and whoever wins the NFC South. There's going to be two spots open for a bunch of yeah, mediocre like the Bucks teams if fighting they go to for two and the Bucks, but, but I'm just saying, I will not bury the Bears like I'll bury the Giants mm. if they lose this game. Mm. I don't know if this is a must win because they haven't won in 11 games. Oh. <laughs> like well, it, like you would, uh, it would be fantastic if they won. They should probably, they should probably win. They, they need, they need, similar to what we talked about with the Giants, they need to see some progress. There's so much put into this in, in the offseason. They have got to see so much more than they saw the previous week. They've got to win. They've got to win. They must win. If, if, Coach, you're, you're if you believe the Bears, do you, let me ask you this. I think, it would, I think they'll you, probably be popping champagne if do, they do win. Do after you the think game. the Bears can make the playoffs if they lose this weekend? I think there's a 7% chance like there has been. No, 7% chance for last, everyone, but not for the Bears. The last, 12 game I mean, we don't season. think these teams are making the playoffs well, anyway. Well, the Giants were I, the I, Giants I supposed to make the playoffs. Broncos were supposed to make the playoffs. Come on, people are All right, finally, the Colts, yeah. who had Jacksonville on upset alert deep into the game. They head yeah, to they Houston did. in a <laughs> battle. It was a weird game. Of rookie quarterback. <laughs> I double did. Yeah, but it was close. It, it, was, it felt close. It Gardner alert. came in there. Woo! They were up with six what minutes was going left. On, they lost by double. Alert. They leading okay. with six yeah. minutes left. Must win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, now I know some of you are saying what the Colts are not playing for anything anyway. I don't know that that's true. I think the Colts, because of that division, if you thought – Wait, they just went toe-to-toe with Jacksonville, the heavy favorites in that division, Mm -hmm. with Tennessee looking terrible, and now you play the Texans. If you want to have any hope 
that you when play Jacksonville again, can beat them, can compete for the division with Anthony Richardson looking better than anyone expected in week one and maybe Jonathan Taylor coming back, then of course they have to win this game to be a, a team that we cannot just flatly dismiss if they lose to the Texans then you just flatly dismiss them. So, yeah. Okay, first of all, uh, Tennessee, uh, they gave a nasty bunch from New Orleans all it wanted. Okay. So, I don't think they look bad. I think they look like they're going to be in the hunt. You thought in that Tennessee division. looks good? I, it was – New Orleans is legit. Okay. And they almost won that game. But, no, this is not a must win. First of all, it's all about the rookie quarterback. And he, he looks surprisingly good. And he's going to get better. I would imagine. I, I know rookies have had good first games and then gone downhill, but I think he's going to get better. And then if you bring back Jonathan Taylor, if he does play for you, you're going to get better as a team. So, no, no. In that division again, hmm. seems like that well, division. Well, 0-2 losing to the Jags and the Texans, nah. you can't win the division. Nah, they, they still in the hunt. I, in the hunt? I, I mean, look, I, ain't got, I don't have to make it a playoff anyway. But for the sake of argument, no, not a must win. Yeah, I don't know if either of these teams are in the hunt for, for anything. <laughs> you know, there is hoping, in the hunt. You're, you're hoping that your rookie quarterback plays better than their rookie quarterback, but both these teams are, are kind of in the same mix. I don't think that, that either one is fighting for Wilds. any any shot at the division or any shot at the playoffs. Wilds. I say not must win on that one. Wilds, what? you remember last week when I just kind of threw at the very end of a segment, I was like, hey, these are the must-win teams. We did a full yeah. screen. It was like 45 seconds, and you were like, we should turn that into a whole segment. Yeah. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. We tried it out. Here's the four teams. We could have just done this show up. Show us the four teams. Here are the four must-win teams. It, was, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't work. It was a nice little segment kicker. I don't know if we needed to... Build out all this real it's estate. It's the D block. I'm just letting you know. The D block is I'm off Broadway. You know, I'm e block is Broadway. <laughs> you know why? I'm kind of with it. I'm kind of. Yeah. With Come it. on. Yeah, this I was mean, a bad idea. Do better then. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about Fox Super Six? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away ten thousand dollars in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Welcome back to the show. It's Thursday at 4 o'clock. It's the vaunted E-Block. It's also time for the most motivating segment in all of sports, the Bud List. It's also time, man, it's a lot of times, huh? Yeah. It's also time where we read some viewer mail. You know, for the year 2023, we get just a tremendous amount of viewer mail just by the satchels of just viewer mail. <laughs> yeah. I need my letter reading music. New font. I don't know who it's from today. It's not called a font. It's called handwriting. <laughs> Dear Wilds, love the show. Don's birthday this weekend any gift suggestions on cozy clothes he can wear to watch football thanks dawn well dawn glad you wrote again i actually have a suggestion for you it's called bruise formal football no <laughs> wait what that's not supposed to be dusty why do i keep ending up a wild it's supposed body? to be bruise formal football wear 
That's I'm sorry. Too, though. This is ridiculous. <laughs> My head on Wilds' body. This is ridiculous. Dusty, honestly, you've got to stop, dude, or I'm going to stop reading the letters. I'm sorry. Again. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. That's nice. All right, let's get to the bud list. At number three, Daniel Jones. All right, I- I'm honest about this. Daniel, I wish Daniel? that you could have dinner Saturday night with our own Greg Jennings. <laughs> Because Greg Jennings would give you a heck of a pep talk. Talk about how you're one of the best 10 quarterbacks in the league. And he'd really have you flying high on confidence. But, Daniel, I'm not Greg Jennings. All right. So, what I am going to say is just this is, as Nick Wright said earlier, a must win. I would imagine some people in your locker room are looking at you side-eyed like, this is the guy they gave $40 million to? He followed that huge contract up, $160 million total, with 104 yards passing, two interceptions. So, Daniel, you got to go out there, show your teammates, show the organization, show the fans that that was money well spent. All right? You can do it. Um, I'm All right. <laughs> at number two, at number two, we're staying in New York, Zach Wilson. All right, Zach, Zach, you probably thought, I know you love football and you want to get out there, you're a competitor, but you probably thought this was going to be like a gap year, right? Like, like I mean, I'm going to learn at the feet of the master Aaron Rodgers and, you know, I'm not going to have to get criticized in the media. I'm not going to take any hits. I'm going to get paid. And then I'll come back next year or the year after and see what I can do. And now all of a sudden you get thrown into the fire. All right, I know it's tough. But you got to think positive. Okay, think positive. This is a great opportunity for you, young man. All right, how many young quarterbacks are in bad situations? You've got the great supporting cast that you need to be successful. You just have to go out and play smarter. Learn, think about the things Aaron Rodgers taught you. Go out there and play smarter. And for this week... Run! Okay, because Dallas is out for blood. You, all that stuff, You next week you'll be better. This week, just run and play smart. Zach, I believe in you more than Nick Wright. Does. Okay. Okay. And at number one, the guy that Zach Wilson actually beat last week, Josh Allen. All right, Josh. You know, people, you're coming off maybe the worst loss of the week. All right, even maybe worse than the Giants. I mean, you you lose to the Jets when Aaron Rodgers goes down four plays in, and now people are starting to talk. All right, they're starting to say, Nick might have been right about this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, Nick might have been right. But, Josh, I actually still believe in you. All right, what I'm saying to you is play smarter. Okay, don't always go for the home run. Sometimes make the smart play live to play another day. Punt is not a four-letter word. It is. I mean, it actually is, but (laughs) you know what I mean. All right, so go out there. Look, if you win this game and you play well, people will forget about what happened in week one and just, uh, just, you know, who knows? Week one's crazy things happen. If you lose, it's going to be a long, cold winter in Buffalo. I mean, it already oh, is going to be in all your mouth. You know what I mean, Josh. All right? I believe in you. I do believe in you. That's pretty good. I like that. Great, Great job. Thank you.
this this is like the Joe Burrow of butt lifts. I don't know if you got a haircut or what. This was so good. I, this is one of my favorite butt lifts of all time. It's motivational. It's funny. You mix up work. Like, it, it's got everything. But I'm going to add one person to butt lifts that, that I think you missed, and that's Justin Fields. And, and here's, here's why I'm going to tell you. Justin Fields needs to, to be on the list. And, and it starts with the fact that you traded the number one overall draft pick. So organizationally, you you forego or forewent a couple opportunities to maybe change your franchise in, in the most meaningful way possible. So you doubled down on Justin Fields. So they did that first. Then the second thing is they gave him a lot of weapons. And if we could bring up all the different people they added. So there's DJ Moore, Chase Claypool last year, Robert Tunyon, Dante Foreman, Darnell Wright, they, they added a ton of pieces to help support you. And now you come out, and even though you improved so much last year in every statistical category, we come out this year, and, and really it's not what anybody expected. And, and you've got you've to gotta reward the organization for their belief and conviction in you and their support of you with giving you all those weapons in the offseason. That's fair. There's no doubt about it. And um, look, we've seen young quarterbacks go into bad situations. I mean, Joe Burrow, the people were saying he shouldn't even go there. He turned it around. At some point, you can't just blame the organization. Like you said, they did make some moves to help him out. He's got to play better. There's no question about it. Or maybe he's just going to be a mediocre quarterback. If he's going to be special, he has to start showing. And if he's going to be mediocre, then they're going to regret having the number one overall yep. pick and, and, not, and, and deciding to exactly use those resources on him. Uh, I'm going to put someone on the butt list that I thought everyone agreed in week one was underwhelming, except for the person Patrick on the Mahomes. right side of your screen right there. Coach, <laughs> it's not your turn anymore. <laughs> and the answer to that is Lamar. So, Lamar Jackson in week one. So, well, W, if you did not. <laughs> so, okay. W. I didn't know. Who believes in Lamar more than Lamar believes in Lamar? So, Lamar in week one was playing rookie C.J. Stroud in the Houston Texans. And in week one, Lamar wasn't the better quarterback. We can show it to you. They, you know, the, you can tell me which performance you prefer. I think it's pretty clear while Lamar at least had a high completion percentage, that was about it. And you can't put this one on the receivers because Zay Flowers was tremendous yes. in his first game as a rookie. You know who also thinks Lamar, despite getting the team victory, didn't play well? One, Lamar Jackson, when he wrote, Rusty is bleep, but thank you, God, prayer hand emojis. So here is the reality of it is that Lamar in this football game had the fewest rush attempts he's had in any game hmm. since week five of 2020. Only two games in his whole career has he had fewer rush attempts, and those were both blowout victories, including the famous week one game against the Dolphins a few years back, his MVP season. They had 59 uh, to open the year. So is this version of Lamar Jackson going to work? Is it going to be as effective as the previous Greg Roman-led offense version that got Lamar on your trusty graphic alongside some of the greatest quarterbacks ever and Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> so it, right now, you seem to be confident in it. I, unfortunately, am not, so I'm putting him on the bubble. Well, I'd rather learn in a win than a loss. Yeah. Right, it was an ugly win. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about it. But they got to work out the kinks with this new offense. You're right. Zay Flowers, I was encouraged by Zay that. Zay Flowers was He great. looked fantastic. Lamar does, I think, coach have to kind of be more patient 
you know, with the pass game. He's not used to doing that. And so I think he'll, he'll gain from that. And they're going to have to work in some design runs. You know, I, I do think they're going to have to mix up the offense. But overall, I think they'll be in good shape. Okay. For my Bud List edition, I'm adding Colorado State coach Jay Norvell. Jay, coach. What are you doing? <laughs> You're playing Colorado and Deion Sanders. If it was me, say, so you know what we could do? Maybe Deion is looking past us. Maybe looking at USC, looking past. Maybe we just fly under the radar, sneak up and surprise. <laughs> Jay Norvell went the other way. Here's his quote, and here's Deion's response. Take a listen. I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I could be, and I look up and I read some bull junk that they said about us. Talk to us. Once again, uh, talk to us. why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts up, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they messed around and made it. It was just going to be a good game. They messed around and made it. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they messed around and made it. Okay, so the line is 24. Here's the thing. Dion was under uh, unrated coming in, beat TCU, you popped up to 22. Then you beat Nebraska, you're at 18. So how can you move up by winning 24 to 5? Oh, that'd be odd. <laughs> that'd be odd. <laughs> <laughs> by winning, you know, 30 to 10? No. It's time to put a statement game and blasting Colorado State, and he's not going to let off the gas. So I see, I know the line is 24, I see a monstrous victory. Buffalo's move from 18 maybe up to 16 or even higher. Brew, how do you have this game? 44-17, <laughs> Dion's boys, because it's personal. Okay, that's the bud list. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.